Want to support the show and get free stuff while you do so? Go to patreon.com slash the dolls of horror for more information. Can I have a piece of toast? Get the fuck out of here, Jack. Am I asleep now, awake or what? I realize I don't look so hot, David. But I thought you'd be glad to see me. Has it occurred to you that it might be unsettling to see you rise from the grave to visit me? Sorry to be upsetting you, David. But I had to come. I'm going completely crazy. David! Now, I'm really sorry to be upsetting you. But I have to warn you. Warn me? We were attacked by a werewolf. I'm not listening to this. On the moors, we were attacked by a lycanthrope, a werewolf. I was murdered, an unnatural death. And now I walk the earth in limbo until the werewolf's curse is lifted. Shut up. The wolf's bloodline must be severed. The last remaining werewolf must be destroyed. It's you, David. Please believe me. You'll kill people. Nurse! Listen to me! Nurse! The supernatural, the power of darkness, it's all true. The undead surround me. Have you ever talked to a corpse? It's boring. I'm lonely. Take your life, David. Kill yourself. Before you kill others. Please don't cry. Watch a few movies, take a few notes. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> Going backpacking abroad as a college student can really open your eyes to new people and cultures. The appeal of not knowing what to expect while you're out there can really make for a fun adventure as a result. But what happens when your adventure gets your best friend killed and turns you into a hallucinating murderous beast that emerges from within you during a full moon? Well, you just might have a little bit of difficulty getting back home, especially if you're getting barricaded in an adult movie theater. As tonight, the Dolls discuss the 1981 classic, An American Werewolf in London. And now, the Dolls of Horror. It's showtime. Hey guys, welcome back to the Dolls of Horror podcast, the spot to feed your tormented addiction. I'm Summer. And I'm Jamie. And guess what, guys? It's Jamie's birthday. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Another year. Another year. Yes. You made it. You made it another year. I did. And as with the tradition we started last year, Jamie gets to pick her birthday movie. So, tonight's movie is American Werewolf in London from 1981. Woo! One of your favorites, I know. Yeah, definitely. One of my very favorite movies ever, like of all time. All right. categories. Right. And, you know, David's your boo. David Naughton's your boo. He is my boo. He's so dreamy. He I love so him so dreamy. much in this movie, too. Oh, my gosh. And there's mm-hmm. plenty of him to see in this movie. It's great. Mm-hmm. Just one of the many great things about this movie. We'll get into <laughs> it. <laughs> it's it's fun that, that your fiancé's name is also named David. <laughs> I know. So throughout, so throughout the whole movie, you know, you got our sexy nurse Alex, like, saying David. Yeah. And we got other people saying David. Yeah. And I'm like, David's, man. <laughs> <laughs> and not only is his character named David, 
actor's name is David. David. Yes. I actually, I actually told my, my David. Well, okay. My fiance, David, the other Davids are my Davids too, but I had to tell my fiance, David, that he's my favorite of the Davids yesterday when I was watching this. Good answer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Good answer. Okay. So when was the first time you seen American Werewolf in London? So um, American Werewolf in London, part of why it's such a favorite of mine is definitely because it was my first R-rated movie that I ever watched, which is pretty fucking cool. Um, Isn't it? Yeah. So I was definitely like a preteen. I was probably like, I don't know, 10 or something, 11, maybe somewhere around there, maybe like 10. Um, it came on TV or something, but my, my dad let me watch it with him because he loves that movie. And I remember like renting it, you know, afterwards too, to see if like they cut out any of the good stuff. Um, I just like immediately loved the movie too. It's got comedy. It's like pretty scary too at times as well. It's sad. It's got like Mm -hmm. some sexiness in it. It's got Mm -hmm. some romance. It's got like pretty much everything that you need. So yeah, it was my first R rated movie, which is pretty special. Wow. You know, I don't even know what my first R-rated movie was. I know it wasn't a horror film, so it had to come before that. Mm-hmm. But I can't, I wouldn't even know. Like, my parents showed me a bunch of R-rated movies, and they just covered my eyes at the inappropriate stuff. Oh, there you go. Yep. That works, yeah. too. Yeah. So I grew up with the R-rated movies, um, and they knew jokes that were going right over my head. It was just the nudity they were going to have a problem with. Right. So. And they didn't care so much about violence because a lot of their movies were action flicks. So they were like blow them up movies, you know. Sure. Yeah. 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 Oh, God. The first time I saw this movie, though, I don't know. I think I'm late to the game. Maybe in the last 15 years. Okay. Hey, you've still had 15 years with it. That's a good, you know, good relationship to have with American Werewolf in London. Yeah. I liked it my first time I saw it. I didn't love it. I've Mm -hmm. grown to love it a lot more. Uh, with each viewing enough to buy it and watch it usually around Halloween. Okay. I know this is a lot of people's favorite like Halloween movies, even though it's not technically a Halloween movie. It's a Halloween viewed movie a lot. I don't know why. Yeah. I was going to say, I've watched this movie a lot, but I don't typically include it right. in my Halloween like right. viewing because I don't right. see it as a Halloween movie. No. It, it is like my comfort movie. Um, right. So if I'm sick or I'm like having yeah. a rough day, this yeah. is one that I throw on in the background a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Because the only reason I know the whole Halloween thing is when I've put out the call to our listeners um, several times about favorite Halloween movies, this is mentioned a lot. And huh. I'm like, that's what I said. Huh. I was like, okay. Okay. Um, maybe it's because it's all like foggy and London-y and stuff. But, you know, people was, associate this with Halloween. I don't know. Huh. I was going to say maybe it's the weather. You know, yeah. it's cold. It's kind of rainy and stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. No yeah. no pumpkins or anything. No. Nope. But... <laughs> it's, it's not seasonal at all. Like there's no, no Christmas tree. There's no pumpkins. There's no, I mean, they don't do Thanksgiving, obviously. But, you know, it's it's not a seasonal, they don't talk about summer or anything. It's not a seasonal movie. It's just, it is no. what it is. So no. I thought that was very interesting that this is a lot of people's favorite Halloween viewing. I think that's really interesting, too. But, yeah. hey, you know, I'm not going to knock anybody's reason nope. for watching American Werewolf in yeah. London. You can watch it because it's Wednesday, you know? Yes. <laughs> Anytime is a good time to watch American Werewolf in London. Am I right? This is true. This is yes. true. Yes. Yes. Okay, y'all. So 
for those of you who have not seen American Werewolf in London, here is the synopsis. Spoilers up the wazoo on this one. Yes, many spoilers ahead. Two American college students on a walking tour of Britain are attacked by a werewolf that none of the locals will admit exist. Mm-hmm. Kind of sucks for them a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> um, God, this one stars David Naughton, and Jenny Gutter, and Griffin Dunn, written and directed by the great John Landis. Um, I love this of him. Apparently, I mean, he must have a thing with werewolves because he did also direct Thriller. Oh yeah, actually, right. um, I read that. Um, I read that they were so impressed by American Werewolf in London. They said we need we need that yeah. crew to do um, the Thriller mm-hmm. video. So you got a. Yep. Uh, I think it's Rick Baker uh, is behind mm-hmm. the magic, uh, and so he does all the thrill. I love that video. That is one of my Halloween like must must watch. Yeah, it's the Thriller video. Yep. <laughs> that is a Halloween must watch ever since I was a kid. That may have been one of my first horror experiences as well. Oh yeah. You know, like my pre horror, I got the killer clowns, which I snuck out to watch and was traumatized by. Um, I got little shop of horrors, which I was also traumatized by for a short Aww. time. It scared me very much. Sure. Yeah. Um, and, but I couldn't stop at the same time. It was really weird. I was like five years old and my mm-hmm. watch, my ground, Ma's foster children were watching it, and I was frightened, but I couldn't stop. But yeah, you liked it. But I yeah. Stop. I you liked didn't it. didn't know it yet. Right. I did like it. I was so drawn to it. Um, and what was I? It's uh, Killer Clowns, Little Shop, Thriller. Um, yeah, those are all like my pre-horror thrills, you know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's jump right on into our favorite kill. Why would he want to kill his own girlfriend? There's always some stupid bullshit reason to kill your girlfriend. What do you got, birthday girl? Okay, um, ooh, so it's really tough for me between two. And, you, you know, um, the, the carnage, like, after the kills is definitely, like, bloodier than the kills themselves yeah. in this one. Um okay. But there's two I really, really, really love, and it's really hard for me. They might even be like one of them might be yours because they're just iconic. But um, I'm gonna give it to um our great like subway guy kill that whole. It's like my favorite cinematic moment too. Um, it's just like beautifully shot. Uh, you know that that camera like stays with him the whole time he's riding up the escalator. No cuts. You know I love like a long shot. Um, the less cuts the better, and um. Oh my God, just the reveal too. You got yeah. a little bit of this POV chase from the werewolf. Love the chase. He, I know, me too. And then like when he's laying on the escalator, like going up and that werewolf, you see that werewolf come into the frame. It's like so scary and uh-huh. awesome. Uh-huh. Awesome. Uh-huh. So I love that kill. Beautiful. Agreed. That was uh, my runner up. Okay. So um, I'll give you my winner. And if it's different than your runner up, you can give me your runner up. Okay. okay. Um, but I'm pretty sure it's the same. Um, Same. my winner is, is our man, Jack, of course. Yep. (laughs) And it is my winner because while the subway murder is a much more exciting and gratifying murder because of that whole lead up and chase that you just described, Jack's decay and progression is beautiful. And I was all (sighs) for it. Totally. And like the kill is so good because it gives you like this um gives you like this brief little moment of comedy that kind of breaks up this 
situation where there's a wolf around them, right? And they're like, what is that shit? We got to get out of here. And then, you know, he falls down and Jack's going to help him up. And this wolf comes out of nowhere and just like, he shreds him too. Like he really shreds Jack. And his friend just runs away. David just runs. If that was you, Summer, I would not have run. I would have beat Aww. that thing with whatever I had. He, he figures it out and goes back. But still, he's, like, literally, like, it's killing me. And like, it's I know. Really... He said it. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, like, he's getting, like, yeah, and he's getting shredded to pieces. And David yeah. just runs. And I'm, oh, come on, man. <laughs> you know what? I can't blame David for running because that is the natural. I get it. That is the natural reaction to a monster coming at sure. you and killing your friend. It's kind of the natural response. Um, and I do love his, his moment of humanity when he realizes what he did and he runs back. Mm. It's like, oh, my God, what did that, what just happened? Yeah. And runs back. And he doesn't run back. Yeah. So he does, he does go back. I love that, though. I love his realization. It's like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. what? What did I just do? <laughs> back Holy. to his friend. Um, yeah, I'm not mad at David for running at all. In fact, honestly... Um, if it was me getting killed, I would probably want you to run because um, it's it's too late. I'm done. I would I would want you to run too, but in yeah. my heart, I I just couldn't. I got reaction. I, guilt, I think would be to guilt. throw things. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The guilt afterwards, uh, and the guilt that that David felt too afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then of course, having his dead friend show up doesn't help <laughs> the guilt. No, it doesn't, especially because it's like he doesn't neither of them wants to see each other in pain. They're like best buds, you know, so it's hard for them. They're both in death. Yes. They just don't want to see each other in pain, but it's kind of like unavoidable. Yeah. Yeah. Tragic. It is. It's it's sad. Um, You know, this is this movie is a it's a tragedy. You know, it is. Right. It's one of the, I think it's one of the saddest endings in a horror movie yep. like ever. It's so yep. sad. It's so bleak. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. It's a it's a buddy tragedy. It is a friendship tragedy. It's it's a lover tragedy. It's it's just it's just sad all the around. It's an individual yep. tragedy. Yep. Him saying goodbye to his sister. Like yeah. Uh, oh, that scene. Yeah, that sucked. Like like it was good, but it made me cry a little bit. Like when I watch it I and I know. think about it, I get a little teary. I do. I had to stop it this time around and be like, yeah. oh, this is literally the last conversation David's going to have with his, like, family. Yeah. That's it. And he can't even get to the family. Like, he no. it's, he's going through the sister. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Oh, so God. when I think about it, I usually, like, ignore that scene. Cause it I know. It does make me sad. And I don't want to be sad. sad, too. I don't want to be sad <laughs> when watching my fun horror movie. How dare you make me feel things other than joy. I I mean I love like being emotionally run through the ringer when it comes to movies I really do where it's like give me a little bit of everything happiness sadness romance fear give it to me all but that is a really hard scene to watch especially this time when I was like deeply analyzing it I had to stop and be like oh my gosh that's sad (laughs) (laughs) yes it is oh golly it sure is all right Moving along to fashion moment. So many looks. <laughs> yeah, looks. You know, in the beginning, I couldn't find any looks. Then on my second watch, I had like a list. Oh, yeah. I had I had fashion notes pretty much throughout my whole notes. But you go first. Okay, birthday girl. Um, God, a winner. Oh, my God. Okay, so 
I have some runners up. You know, the robes of horror. I thought of you, of course. Yes, got um, that on my list. Um, I really love the red coat. <laughs> Me too. Um, but my winner is, um, I have another runner up, which I'll mention after yours if you don't have it. Uh, my winner goes to the shrubbery and the balloons. Oh, well, then we're right on the same mind wave. Because, like, my fashion moment that I picked was David with the balloons. Followed closely by the woman's coat. You know, <laughs> no shoes. But definitely David with the balloons is my fashion winner. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I got the shrubbery and the balloons. I mean, how Very can nice. you not? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, I... One runner-up that I did have is I really like when Alex is wearing his NYU shirt as, like, her night nightgown, you know? Yeah. She's just wearing the shirt. Hot. And I would have yeah. worn it, too. Just saying. For sure. <laughs> My runner-up is also Alex, but not that. Um, I loved um, her nurse's uniform, but in the moment where she's sitting in her chair, reading her book, wearing that blue cardigan with it. Oh, that's so cute, yes. The whole thing was and like... The little, the little hat that they have, that's so I, cute. I know, the cute little hat and the little skirt. I mean, yeah, but the, the blue cardigan, I just loved the whole thing. It was great. So yeah. good. So good. <laughs> so many looks. I know. Oh. Side note, it was so fun at the convention, girl, when we were looking at everyone's looks and we got to say that several times. I know. <laughs> exactly really like fun. that. I know. Looks. Like, Ooh, we got some looks in the audience here. tonight. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny and great. It was. It was um, sweet. Another funny part was when someone asked me if I was on the syrup and I'm like, not today. Oh, and then someone asked me if I had John Saxon photos on my phone right now. And I said, I sure do. <laughs> Same guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You asked if I was on the syrup. <laughs> so sweet. I know. It's like, you listen. You really listen. No. And it's like, I do have John Saxon photos on my phone. Want to see? Because <laughs> I, I do. No, no syrup. Not right now. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> not my finest moment. <laughs> I I I I beg to differ. I think it was a more than fine moment. I think that was a great moment. <laughs> it was funny. We're like, oh shit, Jesse, help! <laughs> it was just great because I could see the change. Like it just happened, and I'm like, oh hey. <laughs> I could hear the change. Like when I listened back to the episode, I heard exact. I couldn't remember because when we record these, for me at least, same thing with being on stage. I don't really remember what happens during the recording. No, um, me neither. So when I go back to listen to it, I, I, a lot of it, half of it's new, you know? Yeah, same. And um, I heard the change when we start talking about music. My tone just went real down. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's when it hit. <laughs> oh, my god! So gosh. awesome. It was so funny. I mean. I mean, I'm not mad. It was funny. Um, and then I, I got it. to I got to incorporate it in our William Cat um, panel. Yep. When he was talking about taking too much Robitussin before he had to go on stage. And you're <laughs> like, I understand. I'm like, you know, I was on the syrup <laughs> once too before show. <laughs> it's it's serious stuff, man. I mean, it people talk about booze. Stuff. No, it's all about the syrup. Oh, Yeah. 
take you for a weird ride before you fall asleep. (laughs) Yeah, get it. Honestly, I try to stay up for just a little bit so I can feel all weird. And then I'm like, okay, I'm passing out now. (laughs) Yeah, but you don't want to be like having to do a job feeling weird. (laughs) No, I've had Um, to do that before. (laughs) You know, sometimes I'll take the syrup when I'm at work. Um when I'm getting ready to leave. So by the time I get home, it's kind of kicking in already. Mm-hmm. So like an hour before I leave the restaurant job, um, cause I know I have to go to sleep right away and get up super early on Monday. I'll take some syrup and, um, I asked my boss guy, I said, are we taking any more tables? He said, no. I said, are you sure? Because I'm taking my sleeping pills right now and I won't be able to stay up another hour after that. You need to be honest. <laughs> He's exactly. like, no, we're done. I'm like, okay, fine. Because the other boss guy will say we're done and then half an hour later take another table. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I just wanted to make sure that uh, we have no more tables happening uh, before I take my syrup. <laughs> yeah, because you're like, no more tables are happening after that. No <laughs> more tables are happening after that. I have an hour and a half to get out <laughs> yep. and get home. And make and it home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and get cozy. And then I'm like, mm, I can just drift off with my syrup. Yeah, I'm not an addict That's at all. That's kind of a fun game, you know? It's like, am I gonna ma- am I gonna fall asleep in transit? Am I gonna make it? <laughs> and then if I do, I get rewarded by a cuddly bed. Yes, you know. Another side note, and then we'll get back to the show. Um, <laughs> I once was so tired at work when I worked at the grocery store, I fell asleep walking while pushing shopping carts. Oh, well, you can kind of lean on the shopping cart, yeah. too. So. I was not on the syrup. I was just tired. And I walked, and I walked the shopping carts right into the wall. <laughs> That'll do it. And um, I was jolted awake, and I have no idea how many steps I took, but I was on a roll because I was going pretty fast. Because That's, that's pretty really impressive that you got that far. I'm just glad I didn't. And you hit with such force. Yeah. I'm just so glad I made it to the wall and didn't hit a car or walk out in front of a car that was moving. Me too, girl. Me too, girl. (laughs) But yeah, I fell asleep while pushing shopping carts. That's how tired I was. So yeah. Alrighty. Let's get back to the show, okay? Um, Sorry, guys. That was fun. Um, I haven't talked to Jamie for like a week and a half and I missed her. I know. (laughs) I know. It's been forever. Yeah. Feels like forever. I know. Um, even though we text every day, it feels like forever. It does. Um, best hair. How's my hair? Hurricane proof. Hey, it's all about the hair. Oh, girl, I have one. I have one. I have one that is my winner, and I love it, and I can't wait to tell you about it. I'm tell me so right exci- now. I was so excited. Oh, tell me right now. Okay, so you know when David is wearing the woman's coat and he's in line trying to get back to Alex's place, right? It's the girl standing behind him that she's blonde and it's crimped. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I loved it. As that's soon as cute. I saw that, I'm like, that's the one. That is the one. Yeah. So Nice. I, <laughs> I would have never I would have never thought of that one, but I, kind, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, I do know who you're talking about, but I would have never thought of that. It's so 80s and beautiful and so crimped and perfect, and I was living for it. So as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, I'm all looking at the main characters for hair. And I'm like, Alex has some really cute moments. And David, of course, is beautiful in his hair. And Griffin's kind of shaggy and also cute. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, okay. Um, but then when I saw her, when I saw her, that was it. She was the one. Aww. Yeah. Was I, have to, 
I have to give it to David. I mean, because I, he's so dreamy. I just want to like rub my hair, run my hands through his hair. It's kind of got like a little bit of wave uh-huh. to it. And okay. I think I, I, I wrote down David's dude waves. Um, <laughs> they're really good. And I just want to run my fingers. You just want to ruffle it and go, I do. <laughs> yes. I do. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> and then take his cheeks and be like, oh, you're so cute and sexy. Hopefully you can get to a convention with him and you can do that in person. I would love to. If he would let me touch his face or his hair, like, man, I'm there. I told him all about you when I did meet him for the second time. Oh. And when, when he was signing your autograph um, for me, for you, I was telling him all about you and you were his crush. And he's aware. <laughs> oh, well, good, good. At least like that, you know, at least he knows ahead of time. So. Yeah, he, he is aware. He is aware. <laughs> but I'm sure. Good. So I hope I'm so. I'm sure he's been told that a lot. Oh, I was going to say, God, he probably doesn't remember. He probably hears it every day of his fucking life. I know, right? <laughs> oh. oh, but don't care. Still true. All right. Um, Let's see here. Uh, I did have an honorable mention, Alex moment, uh, if I could. And that is uh, in the specific moment when she is on the phone with the doctor after David wakes up all naked and stuff. Mm-hmm. I love that. Her, she has these perfect little curls, and it's just the perfect combination of hair. I did also just really like think her hair looks so cute mm-hmm. underneath her little nurse's hat. Like just mm-hmm. like you get like some nice little like wave curl kind of things, and it just like the way that the hat sits on the hair is like really perfect and like mm-hmm. so cute. It is. So. She's got good hair. She does have good hair. Damn she's right, a she sexy does. lady. I think she's yeah. like so gorgeous and sexy. We'll get into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Karapu would like to own. I brought something out from my dream. Where did you get that? Uh, I, we probably have the same thing, I'm sure. Um, we might. Um, I want the, the, uh, Slaughtered lamb pup sign. <laughs> okay, I have that too. That is one of my runners up. I will say I adore, adore, adore this movie. It's not a super proppy kind right. of movie. Right. There, was, there wasn't a lot that at first that I was like, okay, that's it. Other than the slaughtered yeah. lamb. Or right. I'm like, I have to have that. I always wanted that. Right. But the other things I would like, um, there's the newspaper article that the doctor picks up. And mm. the headline is murder victims found half eaten. So I would like that with David's autograph on it, preferably. But what I'd really, really like, the prop I'd like to own most is I want a piece of the werewolf. Like I want something. I want like the werewolf or at least like one of the animatronic, like one of the, one of the heads uh-huh. or like something, something from the werewolf or a piece that was used during the transformation scene or something. Yeah. I just want a piece of the werewolf. It doesn't Maybe have to be the ear or anything. A yeah. Tooth. The f- the head or the face would be like awesome, but right. anything. I'll take anything. Yep. Yeah. Or like the or like I don't know, maybe something maybe part of the prosthetic that went on his hand when it was growing yeah. out or something like that. Just something yeah. from that transformation. I just loved our um our our society prop. We're like, yeah, we want a piece of the shunting. Any piece will do. Any piece. It's Same all thing one with big the werewolf, blob. right? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just cut off a piece and give it to me and I'm happy. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> um, let's talk about our actors, huh? Yeah. I know every face in here. I got a respect for the unknown actor. 
So this is really interesting because while the cast is large, my cast list is not because they're mostly, except for two people, British actors and have not done very much that I've been aware of, right? Same. There's like a giant cast on this movie, but really, yes. I, really I only focused on kind of like our main people and even some of them I didn't really have, like the doctor, I don't really have yeah. a lot on him, but no. anyway. No, I um, I only have... I don't even have the doctor because I'm not familiar with him. Yeah. I only recognize one thing of his, which was Vanity Fair, which I can't remember him from, but I saw it. Well, let's start with your boo, David. David and David. Yeah. Oh, I mean, what a guy. Um, So what are your favorite David Naughton roles? Well, I mean, for me, of course, like this one is definitely my favorite David role because Mm -hmm. We get so much of him. He really, really gets to shine in this role. You know, he gets to basically, like, he gets to basically play, like, gosh, I mean, like, every emotion that you could think of. Like, Mm -hmm. romance, fear, like, Mm -hmm. losing your mind, like, comedy, friendship. Like, he really gets to do the full, full array of emotions in this one. So, like, yeah, 100%, this is my favorite of his movies. Any other notables? Um, you know, uh, I did write down that he is in a diagnosis murder episode, which made me think of you. Did you and, see that one? It's early. Um, yes, actually, I did see that one um, yeah. because I recognized David right away. Right. Um, of course, you know, um, he's in um, he is in body bags mm-hmm. and he's an ice cream man. Uh huh. Which is the first time we spoke about David on the show. And that was Jesse's first episode um, uh-huh. with Tori still. And when I mentioned him, Tori's like, who? And I'm like, you know, Dr. Pepper. I'm a pepper. You're a pepper? No? Okay. Um, <laughs> no? Too young? Okay. Got it. <laughs> Actually, apparently he lost, apparently he was, he lost that gig because of, this I read on the internet because yeah. of the nudity in this movie. Yeah. See, I'm not entirely sure that's true. I'm um, not either. That's why I said it's the internet. I yeah. don't know. Only because I think... Now, it's been a while, but when I interviewed him um, during my first time doing panels, um, he said, I think that he was already done with it when he did American Werewolf. Oh, there you go. But I'm not entirely sure. I need to go back and listen. It's been a while. Yeah. That's just one of those, like, things I've read online. But again, I don't know if it's true. I just read it online. It could totally be untrue. Yeah. I think, I think he was already done. But again, I'm not him. That would be something we could ask him if we saw him again. uh, Because it's on the internet and we want to know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Uh, You said body bags. Again, I do love the Dr. Pepper stuff because anytime you get singing and dancing, it's fun. And they hired him with him not being a singer or a dancer. So that was neat. Um, what about the Amityville? Have you oh, seen the Amityville right. one? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to remember what, like, it's like Amityville, semicolon. I can't remember the second half of that. But <laughs> uh, Next Gen. I think it's the there one about the mirror or the painting. I, I think remember. it's an object, I feel like. Yeah, it's one of the object movies for sure. Um, and either it's a mirror or a painting. It's something like that. Yeah. I think it's a painting, but uh, it's been a long time. It's been a super long time for me, but I do recall. What about uh, making it? Have you ever seen that show, Short Lived? I haven't. Mm-mm. 
Um, it was inspired by Saturday Night Fever. Okay. Okay. I think it ran like 10 episodes or something like that. Not, not, um, very popular. I enjoyed it. He sang the theme song to it. Aww. So we'll have to have Jesse plug in the theme song right here for us because it's a catchy little ditty. Um, I'll find it for you, Jesse. Uh, and uh, it's about um, the adventures of two brothers at a disco. Fun. Italian family. And it's a lot of fun. I enjoy the show. Um, again, I'm like the only one that did, probably. <laughs> but, yeah, it's a classic. Uh, what else I got? Yeah, and you mentioned body bags. The, um, yeah, so I love me some Dr. Pepper guy, though. He's my fave. Oh, yeah. He's just such a dreamboat. Like, I, <sighs> oh, he's so dreamy. And again, like, he's a good actor. Like, he, he plays, actor. like, so many different emotions in this movie. And, and he does great in other movies, too. Yeah. He's a great, great actor. Um, let's move on to Jenny Gutter playing Alex. I don't know if I said her last name correctly, but I tried. I think um, that's correct. I mean, my first my first thought when I see her is Child's Play 2. For sure. Not even American <laughs> Werewolf, Child's Play 2. Uh, I think I've written this one first, but Child's Play 2 is definitely like the second place I think of her. I think, I think Child's Play first because I saw that before I saw this one. Mm-hmm. In sequence, you know. Um, and have you seen this um, older British thriller, psych thriller called Dominique? No, uh-uh. Oh, she was in that. Um, around the same time as this, probably. Maybe a little before, a little after, not sure. Um, there's a twist at the end, and it's about a ghost. It's very marrowbone. You know, there's a ghost, maybe, and someone's going crazy, maybe. Maybe not. You don't really know what's going on. Um, okay. If you like this kind of slow burn thriller type uh, mystery movie, check it out. Uh, it's on Tubi, I think. It used to be. It probably okay. still is because they don't really like take those older movies off. Um, so, yeah, check that one out. And um, I also picked her out the first time we saw The Avengers. Oh. Uh huh. She has a very small role. She plays a hologram. See, I. I feel like I saw the, is this the first Avengers that uh-huh. we're talking about? I believe I it was s- the first one, yes. I saw that when it came out, and yeah. that's it. I'm, I'm not really a superhero person. Same. So I can't remember her from it because I've right. only seen it once. No, I've seen them all, but that's, I'm not a superhero person really. So that's why I can't remember which one, <laughs> you know, because they all just like mished, yeah. mushed together. Um, but there's like a committee that, you know, um, the Samuel L. Jackson character has to report to. And the committee is a hologram. She is one of the committee members in this hologram. Oh, yay. Yeah. Um, so I picked her out right away. I'm like, oh, Charles Play 2. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Sure did. Sure did. Uh, anything else for her for you? Uh, for sure, Logan's Run. Um, oh, I, yeah. definitely think, I definitely think of her in that. And then... Um, <laughs> Uh, I just noted that um, <clears throat> she was in an episode of Midsummer Murders, which was like this British mystery kind of detective show. Like, yeah. I think it was PBS. Uh, my parents, like, love that show yeah. where the detective and his young ward have to, like, solve these 
like mysteries and it's like <laughs> the British countryside, a little town. So I'm like, oh, she was in Midsummer Murders. Oh my God, my parents loved that PBS show. <laughs> you mentioned that recently. I can't remember on which episode. Because we saw somebody else. And right. I was like, oh, Midsummer Murders. Right. I love it. <laughs> you know, that, that's your diagnosis murder for me. Yeah. I mean, you know? I haven't I haven't seen a lot of it. I've just watched a few episodes of my parents. So it makes me think of my parents. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is that is correct. Um, but I think she's incredibly sexy. Like, oh yeah. There's some scenes in this movie that I think are so hot, hot, hot between <laughs> um, between David and Alex. Like, I think it's like a very sweet romantic thing to do to like read a book out loud to somebody, and oh, she does yeah. that. And then the whole scene where they're sitting there. Anyway, it's she's sexy. She's real sexy. I like it. Yeah, she is. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Uh, let's talk about Griffin Dunn, who plays Jack. I love him. I know. You know, he's the older brother of Dominic Dunn from Poltergeist. Oh, okay. Oh, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, hey, the one who go. died real young, who mm -hmm. was murdered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, so that's her brother. Um, I really remember Griffin, aside from this, in um, Dallas Buyers Club. Uh-huh. Great movie. Um, House of Lies, which is a show that Henry really watches a lot. And then My Girl. Oh, mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's but that's kind of about it for me for him and this, of course. I love him in After Hours. Um, After Hours is fucking great. I just saw it for the first time, actually, not not too long ago. Um, he stars alongside like Rosanna Arquette. Um, oh. Yeah, Tommy Chong, um, Chong from Cheech and Chong is in yeah. it uh, too. Um, I mean, it's a great, great movie, all taking place in like one night. Um, wow. he's, he's hilarious in it and just so cute and so good. Great, <laughs> great movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I had to mention Frank, Frank Oz cause he's credited as Mr. Collins. Oh yes. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Frank Oz, you'd be nice to him. He just saw his friend get murdered. Yeah. And I mean, obviously him and Landis are friends because he was also had a tiny part in uh, Trading Places, also directed by Landis. Um, and, you know, my last cast member I have is uh, credited as um, chess player. Uh-huh. Okay. okay. Rick Mayall, R.I.P., born 1958, passed from heart attack in 2014, and I... Love this man in Shock Treatment, the sequel to Rocky Horror. I haven't seen and that. It failed. Like, it, it's, it did not have the charm that Rocky Horror did. But, you know, because I'm a completist, I own it. So he's in that. And uh, Drop Dead Fred, man. He's Fred. I love Drop Dead Fred. He's Fred. Oh, I so, know. I love Drop Dead Fred. <laughs> chess player was Fred. And... Every time I watch this and see him, I'm like, oh, it's Fred. And I get sad, you know, because he's no longer here. Um, but yeah, 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 girl. All right. Uh, what about you? Um, that was pretty much it for me, too. Um, most other people, I didn't really recognize them from anything. Again, the doctor, that's John Wood, Wood, Woodveen or Woodvine. I'm not sure if, how to say that. Um, he right. was in Vanity Fair, that movie with Reese Witherspoon that was mm -hmm. a while ago. I saw it, but uh, I saw it once. I hardly remember it, so <laughs> I don't really remember him from it. So Right. But he's yeah. in it. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. Um... 
Okay. I mean, this this movie has such a large cast. I just don't know any of them. I looked. I clicked on each person and looked at their credits, all of them, and I didn't recognize any of the stuff. I've never seen it. So. I looked at most of them. There was a couple I didn't because I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, they were like, you know, um, a really, really, really tiny part. But, yeah, uh, yeah I, I looked through most of them and I didn't recognize anything. I looked through the ones that were credited credited yep. mm-hmm. yep. you know but i didn't look through the ones that were um listed as uncredited yeah i didn't look through those either right okay uh let's see here how about epic line boy the next word that comes out of your mouth better be some brilliant fucking mark twain shit because it's definitely getting chiseled on your tombstone well birthday girl what's yours oh, gosh it was hard to choose i have a pretty I big know. list of them because Same. Uh, because Same. they're all really, they're all just really good. Okay. Um, so, I mean, I guess I will just start with, I guess I'm just going to start with kind of like my favorite because I think it's cute, iconic yeah. for the movie. And then there's the callback to it when he's having his transformation. But it's when, it's when David says, I will not be threatened by a walking meatloaf. <laughs> I think you're not real. I think you're just another part of a bad dream. You've got to believe me, David. Believe what? That tomorrow night, beneath the full moon, I'll sprout hair and fangs and eat people? Bullshit. Oh, God damn it, David. Please believe me. You'll kill and make others like me. I'm not having a nice time here. You've got to take your own life. I will not accept this. Go away. This is not pretend, David. I will not be threatened by a walking meatloaf. <laughs> and then again, you get that sweet callback when he's transforming yep. and he says, I didn't mean to call you meatloaf. And I'm like, yep. oh. So I really like that one. Just It makes me think of the movie every time. Um, I like it. I will. Okay. This one, I just like the doctor's attitude a lot. And so this is when he gets a call when the detectives are talking to him. And he says, tell him I'm out. I've passed away. An old war wound. Just tell him I'm dead. No more calls. So funny. <laughs> Has Mr. Kessler said anything regarding the attack on the Moors? Excuse me. Yes. Roger Matheson, Doctor. Oh, not here. He's on the telephone. Well, tell him I'm out. Tell him I've passed away. Uh, an old war wound. <laughs> Just tell him I'm dead. No more calls. <laughs> I think the doctor was kind of sexy, too. He, was, he like, had this attitude, and I liked it. It was so British, too. That's the attitude I have at work. Tell him I'm dead. <laughs> no, just tell him I'm dead. You know, passed away, old war wound, whatever. Yeah. And then I'm um, still ask me to come to work though. <laughs> yes. These last two, um, again, like I was saying, that I think David and Alex's thing they have going on is pretty damn sexy. So this is like I, I submit these two lines as evidence of that. <laughs> um, so the first one is when you know she goes in to check on him and says. Shall I be forced to feed you, Mr. Kessler? And he's like, oh, you can call me David. And she's like, shall I be forced to feed you, David? You haven't eaten your lunch. Well, I'm not very hungry. Thank you. I'm afraid you have to eat something. Uh, no, really. Thanks. I'm not hungry. You put me in an awkward position, Mr. Kessler. How do I do that? Well, you're to take these after you've eaten. Now, what sort of nurse would I be if I failed in so simple a task as handing out some pills? You can leave the pills. I'll take them later. Oh, come on, Nurse Price. You can call me Alex. Come on, Alex. 
Shall I be forced to feed you, Mr. Kessler? Uh, you can call me David. Shall I be forced to feed you, David? Hamba, Hamba. Girl, love it, love it. I love the Humba, whole interaction, Humba. like you said, it's dorbs. Oh my God, it's so good. It's so like cute and flirty and sexy. And I'm like, mm-hmm. just love it. Okay. And then again, my second piece of proof as to why Alex and David just have a really sexy relationship going on. Um, it's when they go to the apartment and she's showing him around the apartment. Okay. And it's, <laughs> he's like, there's only one bed. And she's like, I'll be perfectly honest with you, David. I'm not in the habit of bringing home stray young American men. And he's like, I should hope not. I find you very attractive and a little bit sad. <laughs> this is the uh, living room. Oh. The kitchen. Very nice. The bathroom. Lovely. The bedroom. There's only one bed. I'll be perfectly honest with you, David. I'm not in the habit of bringing home stray young American men. Well, I should hope not. I find you very attractive and a little bit sad. Go on. Go on. Like like I said, there is the proof for you. If you didn't see the movie, I needed more proof because it's pretty sexy. So those are my minds. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. So I have a list that's like a mile long. Um, my original list was huge. Like that was the cut down version. Yeah. See, mine, mine are a lot of mine are one liners, but, um, okay. 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 (laughs) It's tough. I know. (laughs) I'm having such a struggle right now. All right. I got four guys. I got four. I'll save my, my favorite for last. All right. Um, Third runner-up comes towards the end, and it is, you look awful. Thank you. Hi, Jack. Hi, David. Good movie. Mm Mm-hmm. What can I say, Jack? You don't have to say anything, David. Aren't you going to say I told you so? If I were still alive, I probably would. But I did tell you so, you schmuck. You look awful. Thank you. <laughs> He's like, I'm aware. Yeah, that's such a good scene. The porno house is like such a good scene. I love that whole scene. It is such a good scene. And the whole banter between all the other people he's killed and how they're talking about how he should kill himself. It's so good. <laughs> and they're getting all excited. It's like drowning. You could shoot yourself. Yes, especially the couple. <laughs> the young couple are so jolly. I know. Whereas the other guy, he's a little grumpy about the situation, but they're so happy. I know. I know. It's so good. (laughs) All right. Second runner-up is... You ever talk to a corpse? It's boring. Please believe me. You'll kill people. Nurse! Listen to me! Nurse! The supernatural. (laughs) The power of darkness. It's all true. The undead surround me. Have you ever talked to a corpse? It's boring. I'm lonely. Oh, you're lonely. I know. Oh, oh, Jack. 
like breaks my heart because it's like, ah, oh, he's a social guy. That really must suck. Yeah, he's lonely, <laughs> and you ever talk to a corpse is boring. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I don't, I haven't, but um, I guess if I was to judge what talking to a corpse would be like, I might reference this movie. Yeah. All right, second runner-up, I refer to only as the Arrest Me Rant. Sorry, first runner-up, first runner-up. Officer, I killed those people last night. You did, did you? He's playing with silly children. You be quiet. We have an argument, he's being silly. I don't know this girl. All right, you two, move along, right? Come on, David. Let's... Look, come on, I want you to arrest me, you asshole. There's no call for that kind of language. Queen Elizabeth is a man! Winston Churchill is bullshit! That's enough. No! David, me. please! Shakespeare's French! Fuck! Shit! Cut! Shit! Come on, that's enough. David, please! Who is this person? If you don't stop this disturbance, I shall arrest you. That's what I want you to do, you moron! He's very upset. His friend was killed. Will you shut up? All right, it's quite enough. Come on, about your business. Both of you, come on. You're not going to arrest me? Don't you think you should arrest me? I don't know. Perhaps he thinks it's a prank. Prank? David! Look, I've had enough of this foolishness. All right, come on, there's nothing to see. Come on, move along. It's hopeless. Come on. Let's go. Leave me alone. You people are crazy. (laughs) So good. That's one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie. So good. It always makes me smile. It's one of the first things I think about when I think of this movie. Uh, But my winner is actually the first thing I think about when I think about this movie, aside from great werewolf transformation. That is honestly the first. Yep. Um, which we also talked about at Days of the Dead. We'll get into it when we talk effects. Um, and that is the whole conversation leading up to, including, a naked American stole my balloon. Hey, kid. Little boy with the balloons. Come over here. If you come over here, I'll give you a pound. Two pounds. I don't know who you are. I'm uh, the famous balloon thief. Why would a thief want to give me two pounds? Here, I'll explain it to you. Thank you. <laughs> yes, sir? A naked American man stole my balloon. What? <laughs> love that too the kid is so british about it right he's like wait yep. if you were a thief why would you want to pay me for it right. <laughs> so logical too i know <laughs> no i love that whole thing um i do want to give an honorable mention to um simply when he's dying from boredom and he looks in the fridge and goes i'm not hungry like as you know, someone who was always looking in the fridge and not actually hungry, just bored. I feel that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And then he comes back and says, I'm still not hungry. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was so good. And I was like, yeah, that's me, man. That's definitely me. Like all the time, all the time. <laughs> it's a wonder I'm not like 500 pounds, but I, I know I'm not hungry. And I stopped myself. I'm like, nope, huh. shut the fridge. You're not hungry. You're just mm-hmm. bored. Um, great lines. My list is still so long, even after all those. I did have yours. Your um, I will not be threatened by a walking meatloaf. That's good. It's classic. So I'm glad you mentioned that because I really would have had a hard time if you hadn't thrown that one in because that's mm-hmm. right up there for me. Two. Uh, if we ever loop back around in a few years and do this one again, I'll still have these extra lines to mention. 
I have extra lines too. I did have a couple of years written in my initial list. Good, mm -hmm. good, good, good. All right. Hey, Summer, uh, is, there, is it okay if we play my favorite line from your list? Yes, please. Okay. Yeah. Cool, because I um, absolutely love this one, and I, I have a tiny backstory um, after it's done. All right. But whatever happens, it's, it's your fault. fault. Right. All right, come on. <laughs> Hi. Nice to see you. It's uh, very cold outside. May we come in? Yes. Uh, do you have any hot soup? No. Well, uh, do you have any coffee, then? No. Do you have any... Uh, Hot chocolate? We've spirits and beers. If it's something hot you want, you can have tea. Then you have tea? No. Oh. But I can make some for you, if you like. Oh, oh yes, please. Oh, my Such God. Such a good so, scene. Jesse, Jamie, that one almost was mentioned, but the um, You Look Awful one beat it out, but just barely. I was wavering between those two. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah Jesse, what's your story? Um, so um, when I was... Um, abroad in germany um over one summer i i was i was out, i was staying in a hostel and there uh, were these um two irish women that were we were having a drink with and um and they were just talking about like this tiny they they were from uh, waterford and um they had this tiny little um pub that they you know the neighborhood pub or whatever and they were describing this atmosphere where it's like there's some pubs that are so like territorial to the area that like um if as soon as anybody unfamiliar um comes into the bar like everything grinds to a halt and they're just like is that just like it did in this movie just like yep. this place right. and, and so as soon as i said i'm like oh my god that was so like spot on like exactly how i pictured it when she said it so that was i had to play that line for that reason so yeah i love it like i said ah! i'm glad you mentioned it because it oh i i was really struggling I mean, normally we try to narrow down to three, but I could just couldn't. And so even that was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. That scene, I, I'm, I have to say that I made a note where you said, you know, like, Ugh, tough crowd, right? But then I said my favorite pub stare. I had to pause it because it shows everybody staring. It's the guy who's standing up and he has the little hat and the mustache because he just like, he just like stares. And I like had to freeze frame it. And I He's was all like, squinty eyed. Like, yeah, it was so good. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, girl. Yeah. All right. Cinematography. I've, I've never seen anything like this before in my life. Oh, my God, girl. Our cinematographer for this one is Robert Painter. Now, he did The Omen Part 3. Okay. The, thr the thriller video. Hello. Uh, Little Shop of Horrors. Yay. <sighs> Superman Part 2 and 3. And curtains oh <laughs> i know hey cool i was so excited i love awesome. i love the cinematography in curtains yeah. so much especially that whole ice skating situation of um, course obviously i mean hello of course but uh love it love it love it love it love it love it so much so anyways how do you feel about our cinematography in this one i know you must love it I do really love it. Um, there's some things they did that I really, really liked. Mm -hmm. um, I'll just, like, say a few of them. Um, I, I really like the dream, like, wolf sequences that they have, where there's that dream wolf POV. Mm -hmm. um, 
I also, um, I, I mean, I love how the whole um, like porno theater scene is put together. Mm-hmm. Um, I also really like how they did the the moor scene too, where they're out on the moors and they're kind of disoriented. There's this yeah. really great camera shot where it kind of like it kind of like comes up and like in front of them Mm -hmm. um and it's really brilliant and uh like i said about the subway kill there's some nice long shots where you're kind of like just going on a walk with that character i really like it because you know it makes the scene feel more real without Mm -hmm. having a lot of cuts um so yeah and i think the color looked good in this movie too like really good agreed can we talk real quick about um the the beautiful fog Oh, gorgeous. Especially the shot of the fog going over the moon. Of course, I agree with everything you said, especially the subway scene. We already talked a little bit about oh, that yeah. whole thing looks very complicated to film and amazing. Yeah. Um, I also wrote down homey pub feels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> hey. At, at least for the regulars. Uh, for the other people, not so much. Um, and... Uh, the werewolf transformation, how that was pieced together, how that was filmed. I love, we've talked about this before. Um, I don't think on the show, but with each other, I love how the transformation was in bright light and not hidden in shadows. Absolutely. It's amazing. Um, That was a great choice. I don't know who made that choice, but it's a beautiful choice. I love it. I love how that whole thing was shot. Of course, um, I had some more thoughts on cinematography, which I completely forgot. Um, I loved, of course, the whole like shower love making montage. That's fun. Hubba hubba. That scene is good too. And really tasteful. Like it's a beautifully it shot is. scene. It's really yeah. nice to look at. Um, it's very sexy and gorgeous. I uh-huh. love it. But not, but not sleazy. No, uh-uh. You know, it's, it's really classy and I love that. He like puts um, his hands around her waist and you see her back and like, yeah. oh yeah, it's, it is really classy. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, oh, yeah, the Piccadilly I, Circus I had, scene is really good oh, at the end. That's what that I was going to mention. crazy. Yeah, lots happens in that scene. Even crazier, they stole that scene. Stole they it? Didn't have, they did not have permits to shoot there. Oh, yes, I've read so, that. They rushed in, took like three minutes to shoot it, and ran away before the cops could get there. They caused the accident and left. Um, yeah. <laughs> with, they caused the accident with their own cars and then ran away before the cops could get there. That was in real time. <laughs> yeah, I know. I read that. I actually watched like a little featurette where they kind of, um, they showed yeah. like a, a bit of the making of that scene. And yeah. yeah, you know, you had to have like the person like fall through the glass window at the right time. Yep. And because they had, yep. they were like, okay, we got to move it along. <laughs> yep. And I've been to Piccadilly Circus. Um, we walked through there several times and it is madness. Like I want to go to town. I want to go just because of this movie. I know. I want to go see the sites of the movie. Like a lot of the, like the, I want to go to the original pub, which is not in London. Okay. It's a different mm-hmm. part of England. And um, there is a slaughtered lamb pub dedicated to this movie in London, um, but it's not where they filmed it. Right. But, oh, but, um, to visit. I know. Um, so yeah, I did do Piccadilly and I saw that I've been to the subway train that dude gets killed in. I've been to that that area um uh, london was my favorite of all the places in europe that we visited i was all about the london like it was my thing um i could have stayed there 
Like, I didn't even want to go anywhere else. Yeah. I was like, I'm happy here. I'll spend the rest of the vacation right here. Thank you. <laughs> I'd love to go one day. Yeah. Such a good place. It was so clean and nice and um, and clean. Like, there wasn't any graffiti anywhere and there wasn't any trash on the ground. And there were signs everywhere that if you threw your cigarette butt on the ground, you're going to get fined. Mm. And there were cameras everywhere, too. Like, the eye in the sky was everywhere. Um, and we have a few of those here in Chicago on particularly troublesome areas, on particularly troublesome corners, but there it was everywhere. Wow. So you were always being watched. Um, mm -hmm. But that's okay, because I felt totally secure. Um, I'm also not uh, running from the law or in a Bourne movie, so that's probably why I felt fine with it, you know? <laughs> right. Um, no, but yeah, cinematography in this movie is great. Loved it. Um, was super excited, like I said, when I read that our cinematographer did curtains. I was like, oh, baby, yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Right? <laughs> right. Okay. Um, moving on to FX. It doesn't matter what happened. What matters is what looks like what happened. And what looks like what happened is pretty nasty. 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 It's, it's probably the most debated thing ever. Of werewolf transformations, which is better, this or the howling? Yeah, you know, the, those are the two classic ones. I mean, for me, like, don't get me wrong, the howling is a really great transformation, too. But hands down, for me, it's American Werewolf in London. Same. No question. Um, I get I get why some people like the howling transformation. I mean, mm -hmm. and it is a good transformation. But this it one, is. it's just like, I think it's acted so well. Mm -hmm. And, like, just the craftsmanship of this one is just mm -hmm. so, like, cool. Like when the nails, the claws, like, Ooh. come through and they're, like, bloody, you know? Like, there's blood soaking them because it's, like, it's so He good. looks like he's in so much pain. The performance is great. Like, the yeah. when they go to his eyes, I think that's, like, a really powerful moment because you see, like, he almost looks right at the camera, like, and yep. he's reaching out and he's in yep. so much pain and shaking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's oof, it's it's awful and amazing and beautiful. And this has always been my favorite. Henry are, will argue with me all day long that the howling is better on the transformation. I'd love to debate somebody on it, like a friendly, yeah. you know, fun debate. Oh, yeah. But I would love to debate somebody on it and represent American Werewolf. You know, we had we started to have a debate at our panels pre-panel mm -hmm. um, in uh, Days of the Dead Chicago, but then. Um, our guest, who was running a little late, showed up, and so we had to stop. <laughs> yeah, so we didn't get to. We I wanted to poll the audience and see, right. you know, how many Howling, how many American Werewolf. Let's go. Give me your reasons. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Henry needs to be around for that debate because because yes. uh, he is very passionate about Howling being best. So. Yeah. Well, I am very passionate about American Werewolf being best. Same. Same. <laughs> um. Now, is that because you love this movie as a whole so much or because you love the transformation best? I love the transformation best. I mean, mm -hmm. I love the movie, too, and I love the actor, but I, I think the transformation itself is better. Yeah, same, mm -hmm. same. I just was wondering, because sometimes loving the movie as a whole might influence your For sure. thoughts on mm -hmm. it, you know. Oh, right. Um, Rick Baker did our effects. He did things such as schlock it's alive 
which was a very early horror film for me too. I forgot all about it until my Aunt Deanna, who introduced me to horror, mentioned it. And I'm like, wow, I remember, do remember that one. Yeah. Um, he did The Fury. He did The Fun House. You know, uh, the Toby Hooper one. Yeah. Uh, he did Body Bags. He did Cursed, the Christina Ricci werewolf mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. Uh, he did Gremlins Part 2. I know. <laughs> I know. He did The Rings Part 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. Uh... Wolf with Jack Nicholson and Altered States. Love that one. I know. We just saw that one recently in honor of um, the star who passed away not too long ago. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 That was really recently. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The the night after, uh, that's the movie I put on in honor of, you know. Um, You know, um, my biggest effects note, aside from the werewolf transformation, is Jack's slow decay. It's so good. Oh, it's gorgeous. Like, the little attention to details, too, are really great. I really like his first, like, stage, because, like, mm-hmm. he has that great, like, his neck is all opened up and stuff. I actually read that, um, again, I don't know if it's true, but I did read that they had to, um, they did have to tone down a couple things in the movie. Like, they had to tone down the sex scene a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then I heard they had, they, they took out a scene where, like, Jack eats a piece of the toast, and it, like, com- it comes through his, like, neck hole. Oh, um, so, yeah. So I don't know if that's true or not. It's, I could, I would believe it, you know, but um, I, I would have loved to see it, too. <laughs> oh, that would be great. Man, I wish I wish they still had that piece of film and it would be put on special features because I, I know. love it. Oh, that's so How good. awesome is that? Oh, yeah. I, I love, like, every little stage of decay he goes yeah. through, but I do think that, like, his first um, visit to to David is my favorite because he's mm-hmm. still kind of fresh. Yeah, and he's just a little falling apart a little bit. Yes, a little bit. He's not neck wound, and he's not full blown zombie yet. Yeah, which <laughs> is can... also really fun though. <laughs> Again, that animatronic head, so good. it's so good. He'd be great. He'd be a great prop too. Oh my god, the animatronic the... head. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Totally. yeah. totally. Now that you mention it, agreed. Yeah. Um, uh, um, uh, I also had this note. I'm not really sure what it means. Alien firing squad. Oh, okay. Like the, like the nightmare he has with like the Nazi ghouls. Got it. I call them Nazi ghouls. That scene is really like intense too. And I like their faces and stuff. They're all All right. Cool. I'm glad. I'm glad you understood what I was trying to say. I got you. My homework is a week (laughs) and a half old and I completely forgot what I was trying to say. I'm like, I have no idea what I meant. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, for sure. I got you on this one. I knew um, you would. The only other thing I wanted to mention on effects, other than like the, you know, um, like I said before, you don't necessarily see a lot of like carnage. Like right. you see it afterwards and then they're pretty gnarly. I have to say there's like a sound effect that I thought was brilliant. It's with yeah. the it's with the young engaged couple. And when their friend comes out to look for them because they hear the disturbance outside, he has his drink and he's walking and you hear him step in something really wet and gooey. And then he looks down and he sees his friend's hand. Like he sees the hand on the ground. Oh, and I had to good. say that was such a good like reveal. Just you yeah. hear him step on this like, like wet gooey remains of his friend. I really great. Too. Forgot about that. Love it too. Love so it good. too. You know, part of the problem when I do to sit down and do my homework, you might have the same issue or not. I'm not sure. 
is that about halfway through a movie, my brain just goes into overload and starts missing things. Like sometimes, like sometimes that. I'll go like, back. Yeah, like I'm seeing so many amazing things, and it's all of a sudden like done. <laughs> you know? It happens sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. Okay. Music. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Okay. So. Our composer on this one is Elmer Bernstein. He also composed uh, The Good Son, Macaulay okay. Culkin, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Ghostbusters. Nice. <laughs> Stripes. Okay. And Trading Places again, family favorite. Love it. Nice. Netherland is movie, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what did you think of our compositions? The compositions are gorgeous. Um, I, mm-hmm. In particular, I really like the composition at the end when Alex is walking down the alley to, to go to David. There's this beautiful score, like this beautiful mm-hmm. music right there. She's walking slowly towards where he's cornered at the end of the alley. That's like one of my favorite moments. And then, of course, that iconic like uh, Dream Wolf score. Like So whenever he goes into the dream, there's like that like thing. It's really pretty. I love it. I love it. Agreed on all those things. Um, I love our songs in this one. Now, we have three versions of Blue Moon. Yep. In this one. One by Bobby Vinton, one by Sam Cooke, and one by the Marcells. Now, my favorite is the Bobby Vinton version. I don't know about anyone else. Let's take a poll. I've always loved that song. It's gorgeous. So, yes. Um... We also have Bad Moon Rising. Love the use of that song in this one, too. I really like that scene. Right? But it's before we get into the transformation where he's kind of walking around the house. Really good. And I love that song. And I always think of this movie. Same. Same. And then last but not least, Moondance by Van Morrison. Yep. Yep. And uh, by the way, I love it that all the songs they used have the phrase moon in it at some Mm -hmm. point. (laughs) <laughs> yep. love the lunar theme to the to the soundtrack really cute yes oh yes uh yeah i just love all the music in this the compositions and all those songs as part of my horror playlist all the versions of blue moon good mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a great soundtrack and score like it's up there really yep. love it surely is all right aging god i look 20 years old i mean Obviously, it's 1980, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, from from it being in Landis movie, that yeah. in itself is like pretty indicative. Um, and then yeah. you know, we see the TV like you know at one point, and it's like, oh wow, yeah, okay, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> and yeah, everything from and... the hair to the fashion, um, to the electronics, the hospital equipment, uh, yep. yeah, yep, and as you said, Landis movie, <laughs> yep. It's, uh, yeah. (laughs) Yep. But that's okay. But it still looks great. And I think that, like, that was the appropriate, that was kind of, like, the appropriate time for this movie. Sure was. God, what do you think would happen if they remade it? I don't even want to think about it. I don't think they need to. I I mean, though they don't need to do a lot of them, but they still do. They don't. don't. I know. And that's, it's one of those where I'm secretly like, that's one of them in my little list where I'm like, oh, I feel like they would want to get their paws on this one and Mm -hmm. remake it, but I don't want them to remake this one. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't know. I I don't know what it would be like, but I just think it's perfect the way that it is. Did you see the American world from Paris? 
I have. I was going to bring that up. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, Thoughts? it was fun. It was fun, um, but, you know, different. Yeah. I wasn't a fan of it, but I just, yeah. it just, I was bored. I was bored. Yeah. Um, that was just me, though. Um, it's been a, it's been a while since I've seen it. Again, it was fun, but um, yeah. not like super, super standout. Right. Yeah. I'm not really a werewolf as a subgenre isn't really my, my favorite subgenre of movie. So it's not something that I, I, I seek out, really. There's- yeah, there's a few that I really, really love, but I wouldn't, other than this one and The Howling mm-hmm. and um, the original Wolfman, which is a, oh, a classic. beautiful, beautiful story and just right. beautifully done. Other than that, I can't, you can't think of a whole lot. You can't beat the classics, universals and stuff. You can't. Totally. Ginger Snaps is fun. Okay, that okay, fair. That one is I, good. I, I really like Ginger Snaps. That one's really fun. Part um, two is fun. Yeah, part two is great, too. I Yeah, other than that, I can't really think of any, but I like those. I mean, it's been a long time since I've seen it. I saw it in the theater, and I never saw it again. Um, I liked it in the theater, but I think it was more about, like, the date I was on, not the movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and that was Cursed. Yeah. Oh, Cursed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, liked um, I, Cursed. Liked, I liked the movie Cursed, but I think I liked it, again, because of the whole evening experience. It wasn't necessarily because of the movie, and I haven't seen it right. since. So maybe I don't know how I would feel if I revisited Cursed. Um, I know people, Daryl Hook, who uh, hate that movie so much, like so, so much, like really hates it. Um, And I know a lot of people who really love it, too. And I'm wondering, I'm thinking I should watch it again, see where I fall on that. Same. Let's do it. It's been a while since I've seen it, too. I remember liking it. Again, maybe not not one that necessarily like stuck out to me much. But um, yeah, I'd have to give it another shot. You want to do it on the show sometime? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Ooh, was that, that was Wes Craven, right? It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. How about for Wes Craven month, maybe? Let's do it. All right. Sounds like boom. Okay. All right. Um, twist. It's too late, Kruger. I know the secret now. <laughs> um, I mean, my biggest twist is... <laughs> It's a, it's a, it's a not a happy ending. You, you always expect things maybe to end up okay. It'll be okay. No, it's not okay. Not even a little bit. See, and again, I'm, I got like a, I am like a masochist, I suppose. I, I, I love an unhappy ending because it, because it is, so, it is surprising, you know, cause like it's, you would think, you know, you got this like love story. David's a good dude. And you're like. There's no way this guy, this, there's no way it's going to happen. And that ending, like, it gets me every time. It's so sad. See him on the ground and you see his eyes as the wolf for like one minute and it's David and she, yeah. uh, and then Alex just fucking sobs. And I'm like, yeah. God. And then it just goes like, cut to the credits. Yeah. And that's it. I just got goosebumps hearing you describe it. Like, <sighs> I seriously got chills. So. It's it's like again. I think it's one of the saddest horror movie endings that there is, because um, mm-hmm. you're so invested in the characters yep. by that point. And yeah, even though you know that this is kind of like a doomed story, mm-hmm. you're still like, there's no way they'd kill David. There's no way. Yeah, you, you think girl, everything's gonna be okay. Yeah, and it's not. Hundred percent not. 
But twist, um, yeah, you're right. That's a twist that I wrote down. Other than that, I mean, it's it's not a super twisty movie. Like, it doesn't really like hide its cards of like what's no. going to be happening. I kind, you know, we're we're aware. We know more than the characters do pretty much the whole time. Mm-hmm. So it's not like super twisty. But I, yeah, that is a twist at the end. That like it's yeah. everything's horrible. Yep, and it's going <laughs> to stay that way. It's a tragedy. <laughs> It is so sad. (sighs) Well, I mean, we kind of already covered it with twist, but story. (laughs) No. There's a formula to it. A very simple formula. Everybody's a suspect. The werewolf formula. Everyone is doomed. Yeah. It's a great story. Um, it, it, you know, it, it takes, it's a take on the classic werewolf story. Yes. But like, I, I really like the, I really like the friend element that they've added mm-hmm. to this. Um, mm-hmm. cause you, you really get that like sense of like, oh man, like mm-hmm. Jack doesn't, Jack doesn't want anything bad to happen to David, but he also doesn't mm-hmm. want to have to roam the earth in limbo, like being miserable and just falling apart. And like <laughs> David does, David doesn't want that for him either. And so I've always thought the wolf man and the werewolf like myth and story is very like tragic and like yep. heartbreaking because it's, it's that classic tale of like seeing someone you love, like transform into a monster really like literally mm-hmm. before your eyes and not being able to do anything about it. Like mm-hmm. Gina Davis in the fly, you know, she, she can't do anything about it. It's like a werewolf story kind of. Yeah. Um, and then just, you know, him facing his own, you know, morals and conscious and like, what am I, you know, what do I do? Do I off myself? Like I'm going to kill people. So, I mean, it's, it's an emotional story, but they brought a lot of really great comedy into this too. They did. I love it. They still have the buddy banter, even when dudes falling apart. (laughs) I know because they're buds. It's such a genuine, believable friendship. In life and death. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Uh, I agree with all that. Nothing more to add. Uh, scary. <laughs> <laughs> we are laughing. I mean, no. No, I mean, not for me. doesn't scare me. Um, you know, again, I saw this when I was young, and I, I will say that, like, uh, there were elements of it when I first saw it um, that, you know, I definitely felt that, like, fear, but in the fun, good way, you know? Like, yep the subway scene, all of that, like there's some good tension, but not necessarily scary. I think it really scared audiences when it came out because they were expecting a a comedy, but (laughs) whoops. (laughs) Yeah. Cause it's, you know, um, it's Landis and I I really think people were probably not expecting it to have, you know, some of the blood and some Uh of the horror elements that it really Uh did have. So I'm sure Uh audiences were surprised some of them and pretty scared. (laughs) Not me. <laughs> I think so too. And I love it. Yeah, same. Love it. <laughs> same. And also, I mean, it was so long ago. It was 41 years ago. 41? 41? I'm right. I think yeah. so. 40, yeah, something like yeah. that. Um, 41 years ago. So they weren't used to seeing a lot of effects like that yet. And we, since then, we've got Nightmare at Elm Street and all those other slashers and a bunch of other amazing effects. Things came along. Um, society you know i mean mm-hmm. so this was completely uh new for them and the effects general. are magic that transformation i mean this was the first film to get um this is when they started the academy awards started the category for best makeup this is the first yep. movie to win it so yeah. i mean it says it says a lot about like the movie's effects and makeup right there sure does 
Sure does. Um, pacing. Glenn? Are you still watching? Yeah, so? I'm just checking. Just checking. I mean, it's perfect. It I didn't is. get bored at all. Same. I mean, it's got, like, the right amount of, like, character development plus action um, and then just, like, storytelling. It, it's perfect. I mean, it is. and again, you get all the emotions. You get to laugh. You get to cry. You get to go, um, that looks <laughs> painful. You know, uh, you get to, like, experience the sexiness of mm -hmm. David. I mean, he's naked multiple times in that movie. I'm just mm -hmm. saying. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Overall movie rating. Bitch, get your ass back here. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, what was that Love from, Jesse? Uh, that was from a really long time ago. I don't even remember the movie because I, I did this like over two weeks ago, but I yeah. pulled it from, I think this was back in the Tory days. Like this is, it was a really, it was a really Ooh. old, I, um, I was going to say either that when she, um, cause her, her calls kept dropping. We were still using anchor at the time, mm -hmm. uh, to record and her calls kept dropping out. She just randomly, like we couldn't hear her anymore and she'd have to go away and come back. Um, so I probably said that then, or I would have guessed when Jamie turned this into a robot. <laughs> Same. Mm -hmm. I it was like, somebody was having technical difficulties. <laughs> it was, it was, it was a response to the technical difficulties. Um, but I forgot from, from where I, I kind of went random with it and I was going to remember it. it, but yeah, then we, we had a couple of weeks of a break, but yeah, that was, I love that so much. I love oh, it. That's awesome. That's, that's so, so good. Awesome. I'm, I'm like, what was that from? Cause I remember it, but I don't. Yeah. Okay. Um, birthday girl. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I, with full confidence, I give it this. And part of it is just because this movie is so special to me. But it's a 10 for me, 100%. I um, like I said, this is a movie that I throw on. I mean, gosh, like when I actually watched it, like on my... Anyway, um, I was like, oh, I just watched this like two weeks ago when I was like having a yeah. bad day. Yeah. Um, I, I literally watch this movie like a lot and I never get tired of it. Yeah. For me, it just has like so many great elements. So it's a 10 and a lot of that is nostalgia's sake, but right. I think it's a great, great movie. Oh, who cares? It's a great movie. Yeah, yeah. It's a fabulous movie. Like I said, full confidence. It's a 10. Like it's a 10 for me. Yep. Cool. Uh, for me, I'm going to do eight. Yeah, that's solid. Yeah, still a good rating. Uh, not again. The werewolf subgenre is not my favorite at all um, in general, but I think this is my favorite werewolf movie. Like, if I was rating werewolf movies, this would be a ten of all of them for sure. Yeah, right. Um, but uh, no, an overall movie, eight, eight for sure. Yeah, 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 solid. Oh hell, eight and a falling apart face. We'll hey, even better. <laughs> um, okay. I have fun facts. Yay. Okay. Um, I was really overwhelmed with all the facts. There's a lot of them funny. out there. Call me. Anything funny like what? I don't know. Sorry. <sighs> yeah, I was super overwhelmed with all the facts. Um, there were on IMDb alone. 232. Yeah, there's a lot. 
And I'll be honest, after about page two, I was just skimming mm-hmm. <laughs> for something that sounded either plausible or um, interesting or short. Because um, I wasn't interested in reading paragraphs. Yeah. Right. Um, so I'll just start off with uh, only four Americans were used for this movie, both mm-hmm. acting and everything else. You know, um, ooh, some of this I've already mentioned, too. And you just mentioned the effects. Uh, let's see here. Oh, I don't know if this is true. I put a question mark by it, but I want it to be true. And that is after filming was completed, the whole crew danced in a circle around David Naughton, who's still wearing his werewolf makeup, singing, I'm a werewolf, you're a werewolf, wouldn't you like to be a werewolf too? I read that too, and I hope that's true as well. And if there's video of it, please put it out. (laughs) Right. Uh, Again, next time I talk to to David, I'm going to have to ask him about this. Yeah. Um, Rick Baker plays one of the Nazi werewolves in the in the nightmare sequence, specifically the one who slashes David's throat. Uh, David Naughton said that the hospital bed in the forest scene was the most difficult and painful to shoot because he was wearing glass contact lenses. Mm-hmm. The fake porno movie, uh, See You Next Wednesday, that was showing in the theater was the first thing they filmed in production. That's the porno movie. I love it, too, by the way. It's so yeah. fucking funny because it's like, I yeah. thought I thought I told you to never do this again. And the man's like, I've never said that. And he's like, not you heard. She's like, I've never seen you before either. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Wrong house. <laughs> that could have been an epic line. <laughs> I know. I almost wrote it down because it's so funny. <laughs> I love it. Uh, let's see here. Um... David Naughton, and I know this is true because he told the story in our panel. Uh, he re- recalled uh, of the zoo scene that he was running around naked around the London Zoo. Um, and then they opened the zoo. Yeah, I heard this too. <laughs> <laughs> yep. He told it to me, so I believe that. Um, again, unless it's actually said by one of the people involved, I'm, I'm hesitant to believe uh, but I really want to believe that dancing Dr. Pepper werewolf. Same. Ending. That sounds adorable. <laughs> oh, my God. It's something we would do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as of 2014, this is the only one of Landis's movies to win an Academy Award of some wow. sort. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. And for effects, too. Hello. Yeah. Uh and th- I know this is also true because David said it, and that is when Rick Baker first met David. He said to him, I feel very sorry for you <laughs> due to the long process of what's going to happen with the makeup. Because of what I'm going to do to you for uh, yep. the shoot. So yep. uh, nice to meet you. <laughs> yep. Uh, the werewolf attack scene at the beginning was filmed at a London park around Buckingham Palace. Um, ah, here it is. There is now a slaughtered lamb pub in Greenwich Village. Nice. Uh, I want to go so bad one day. And in the Greenwich Village Village section, my mistake. Now we have to go. It's in the this country. It's in the Greenwich Village section of New York City. Oh, well, we got to go. We got to go. Easy gotta peasy. Go. 
Yeah. Uh, so, yes. Uh, let's see here. Ooh, John Landis goes uncredited, but Jenny Agutter is also in, they're both in Dark Man. Oh, okay. The Sam Raimi film. Have you seen mm-hmm. those movies? I haven't. I know what they are, but I haven't. They're pretty decent, you know, for, you know, comics. Yeah. Um, the opening scenes were filmed in Wales because it was a more convenient substitute for Northern Ireland. Okay. Uh, David and Griffin improvised the knock-knock joke. <laughs> Cute. I heard right. they improvised the saying goodbye to the sheep, too, um, yeah. when they leave and said, like, you have lovely sheep or whatever. And he's right. like, bye, ladies. <laughs> yes, I love that, too. You know, that almost made it to my epic lines also. Same. <laughs> right. Um, again, I put a question mark by this. Don't know if it's true. I liked it. Uh, David's red puffer jacket is a not a little red riding hood. I mean, I liked it. It's probably uh, not true, but I like it. That's <laughs> I cute. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, this movie took four weeks to shoot and they shot in February. Oh, I bet it was cold. Oh, yeah. Uh, it took five hours to get Griffin done into, the, into the, his phase two makeup. Aw, I can see that. <laughs> and last but not least, the werewolf transformation is about two minutes long, which yeah. is crazy. It feels like an eternity because David's face and like uh, just everything. It feels like it feels like it's forever <laughs> in the best yep. way. Yep. All right. Um, that's all I have for this movie. Do you have anything else you want to add, Miss Miss Birthday Girl? Uh, just, hey, I mean, big thanks to everybody who was involved with this movie. It was a huge part of, like, my childhood mm-hmm. and my, my horror journey and just, like, my cinema journey. Right. And I just I just adore this movie to pieces. Like, I, I will always watch it. I will never say no to watching this movie. So, listeners, if you ever feel like live streaming or something watching American Werewolf in London, you know your girl is always going to say yes to that. <laughs> always. Sounds like a great time. Great time yeah. for real. Yeah. All right. It is time for shout outs. Okay. So first we have to shout out our lovely Patreons, Mike, John, and Daryl. And there was much Ooh. rejoicing. Love you guys. Thank you for believing in us every single week. We just got to hang out with Mike at Days of the Dead, and it was so much fun. It was so awesome. It was Mike so takes awesome. good care of us, you know. He takes great care of us. He's the best. He's the best. Yeah, he is the best. And he brings us our celebrities. And sometimes he can't find the celebrities. And he comes and he gives us this truck and goes, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll chat about it with him for a little bit. And yeah. then he'll, he'll go get him for us. Yeah. It's like, it's going to be a surprise. <laughs> He's like, mm-hmm. I have no idea where they're at. They can't find them anywhere. <laughs> um, we have our brilliant artist, Clark. So what are you, an artist or something? These are rather good. They're very good, actually. Girl. He's the best. He is the best. Um, I have now gotten most of what he's done up on our store frontier site for his Mortal Kombat inspired horror themed shirts. Um, at time of recording, I have up until a Nightmare on Elm Street Part One. He's working on some other Nightmare stuff, so I'm going to wait to put those out, get them up all together. But he has some Scream ones, amazing Scream ones. I think there's like seven options for Scream. He has um, House of Wax, 
uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer, right? And yeah. uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, part one, but there's going to be some other ones coming. Uh, did I leave anything out? I don't think I did. I think that's all of them. I have to get, I have to order some shirts. I need like, I want all of all them, them eventually. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I need the whole set. I do too. Yeah. Well, we'll wait till we're out They're all up there and we'll make a group order. <laughs> oh yeah. Save a little bit of, save a little bit. Yeah. Let's and do that. And save on shipping. And, exactly. And Clark wants some too. So we can just do it all at once and y'all can PayPal yeah. or whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah. So next up we have author David O'Hanlon. What's that book about? Oh, this is something special. Also so awesome. So awesome. Um, making a Dolls of Horror novel on us, of course. Um, I'm so excited. I'm so, I'm excited. so excited too. I actually just, uh, I'm finishing up like rereading his first Babysitter Massacre mm-hmm. book. And I'm finally going to do a review for it. Because it's yeah. long overdue, but it's so great. I love his style so much. Like you can tell, he's such a horror fan. Like, yep. uh, it's really fun. Really, yep. really fun voice. No, he's great. He is so good. Love him. Um, and well, last, second last, but not least, um, we need to bring Jesse on. Hi, <laughs> Pat, producer hey. Jesse. I wanted you on for this extra shout out. Okay. Okay. We need to shout out our birthday girl, Jamie. Hey. Oh yeah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> we need some horns. Let's get some horns. Oh, of course. Yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah. Horns, cheers, all the things for our Jamie doll. We love you. I love you. Jesse loves you, Aww. I'm sure. Um, this Aww. is a group. This is a group. This is a group love for your birthday. Um, oh, yeah. thank you. I had to ask yes. my coworkers how old I was turning this year because I was like, "Wait, is it this age or is it this age?" Please say it's the first one. It's not. All right. <laughs> well, that's Darn. how you know you're getting older when you lose track. Yep. And nobody asked for my ID anymore because I have this baby face, and that was the moment where I was like. Sitting next to David's, not David Naughton, my fiance David. I was sitting next to his nephew. Guy asked for his ID. Doesn't even ask me. And I'm like, this is the first time I wasn't asked for my ID. Oh, no. I miss it. I remember my first time I wasn't carded. It was traumatic. (laughs) I've been carded my way past 21 because I got such a baby face. So it was very traumatic. It was very traumatic. If it makes you feel any better... Tori thought that you were way younger than you were, like 20. I'm okay with um, that. I'm not, I'm not 20, folks. <laughs> because she thought your fiancé was robbing the cradle. Because she seriously thought you were like 21. Oh, I mean, 21's an adult. I'm, yeah. I'm, I've dated, I've, I dated guys, uh, I dated yeah. guys older when I was like 18 and 19 too, so. Yes. <laughs> 21's a grown-up. <laughs> 21 is a grown-up. 21 is but, a grown-up. Uh, but yeah, she thought you were, she thought you were a baby. So. Um, hey, I mean, that's fine with me. Yeah. So, I mean, she, and she's talked to you. She knows you. She's on your social media. She knows everything about you, except your age. And she thought you were. A baby. So. <laughs> hey, I'll that. take it. Yeah. Props, props to me for, like, becoming a journalist at that young age, too, then. <laughs> Hell, yeah. That means you graduated from university, what, when you were, like, 14? 
<laughs> and it totally didn't take me uh, 10 to 11 years to graduate college, <laughs> which I did matter. not graduate at 14. We'll say I was one of the older ones in a lot of my classes. <laughs> it does not matter how long it took you. It matters is that it happened. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yep. Yep. Okay. So now we can talk to producer Jesse. <laughs> Um, well, hey, well, I didn't get a chance to, you know, properly say, you know, obviously very happy birthday to you, Jamie. And, you know, you have made this podcast so bright and awesome and seriously make it something that I I know Summer has said it many times. I say it all the time. I look forward to it every time we Mm -hmm. record. I was going to major withdrawal because of all the setbacks with scheduling and everything with not being able to record this. So like this, like just folks like. This recording um, has been like the longest gap from the last time we recorded in like yeah. a very long time. It's been like two over two weeks, so it's uh, yeah, it's a just, long time for us. Yeah, so yeah. It's, so we're so we are we are re, we are remembering how awesome this is. I was forgetting uh, where half of these damn sound drops were. That's how long it's been <laughs> since I've been removed from my little jingle palette. So um, I was worried I was going to forget a category in my notes this time around, but I didn't. Yeah. My I do I would forget. In fact, I did forget once because I wasn't looking at my list. But in the front of my each notebook, I keep a list there you just go. to make sure I don't forget. Because I did forget once. You're like, hey, what about this? I'm like, oh yeah, you're right. Got to have the master list. <laughs> yes. Um, but um, and I and I will say to make a make a hard pivot uh, to a, a a funny observation. I gotta say that. Calling a porno movie See You Next Wednesday is the most brilliant fucking writing on the planet. That's all I got to say. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's a brilliant film within a film. <laughs> I mean, that is the perfect title to a porno movie I have ever heard. Like, hands yeah. down. <laughs> it's just perfect. So. Oh, yeah. It's pretty great. <laughs> and I... And, and, and on that note, um, I'm <laughs> glad that we have the opportunity to talk about silly, awesome-ass movies like this. And we wouldn't be, it wouldn't be possible without you listeners. So a special thanks to all of you listeners out there for all of your tremendous support. And just to point out that all of our Dolls of Horror goodness can be found at thedollsofhorror.com, including episodes, interviews, merchandise, and more. You can follow us on the social medias on Facebook and Instagram at the Dolls of Horror and Twitter at just Dolls of Horror. And if you prefer email and want to reach out, say hi, give some feedback, or even some movie suggestions, you can at the Dolls of Horror at yahoo.com. And if you're willing and able to help support the show so that it can keep growing, please feel free to check out our Patreon page at the Dolls of Horror, where you can access our entire back catalog, where we'll have upwards of four or five unaired episodes at any given time, most of the time. And in addition, you'll get a free Dolls of Horror t-shirt in the style of your choice, which you can check out on our website, or simply follow the link in the description. Thank you, Jesse. Yeah, we've fallen a little bit behind, but it's been a really busy few weeks um, with conventions and stuff, and it's about to get even busier. So, um, yeah, we've fallen a little bit behind, but we're working on getting that backlog up and getting you those four or five unaired episodes back up to date again. And we will have them up real, real soon. Promise, 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 promise. Okay? Mm -hmm. Um, All right. I mean, well, I mean, with that, Jamie, I mean, I'm done. Are you done? I mean, I'll never be done with American Werewolf in London, but for this episode, I'm done. All right. (laughs) So with that, I'm Summer. And I'm Jamie. The birthday girl. Hey. The birthday girl. (laughs) I'm here. I'm alive. (laughs) (laughs) 
And you have been listening to the Dolls of Horror. We will talk to you later. Bye. Bye. This has been a presentation of the Dolls of Horror. New episodes are uploaded every week. If you'd like to reach out and say hello to the dolls, send them an email at thedollsofhorror at yahoo.com. You can also follow them on Facebook and Instagram, both at the Dolls of Horror or on Twitter at Dolls of Horror for bonus content. And if you really like the podcast and want to support them financially so that they can keep making episodes, consider sending them a donation. Follow the link in the description or go to patreon.com slash the dolls of horror for more information. Thanks for listening and see you next time. I I mean, I love like being emotionally run through the ringer when it comes to movies. I really do. Where It's like, give me a little bit of everything. Happiness, sadness, romance, fear. Give it to me all. No syrup, not right now, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> not my finest moment. <laughs> I, 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 I beg to differ. I think it was a more than fine moment. I think that was a great moment. <laughs> it was funny. We're like, oh shit, Jesse, help. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you sounded fine. You look good too. I know you feel like shit, but you look great and you sound great. So, thank you. Um, I couldn't even tell you were sick. Like when I was sick, I was all stuffy and I sounded congested and I was coughing and sneezing and sniffling. You had none of that. So you did. Yeah, those drugs... I took some medicine beforehand, so that kind of. Oh, you want the, the syrup? No, unfortunately, <laughs> it's not anything fun like syrup. It's just some Dayquil, but. <laughs> it's the other syrup. It's the other syrup. Yeah, yeah. the not fun syrup. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make everything go like weird though. I, if I'm gonna be on syrup, I want things to get a little weird. Like where I'm moving, it's kind of like, I'm on something. You're like, right now. I'm kind of sleepy. I'm not quite awake. You're like floaty. <laughs> you got the veil. Yeah, exactly. You get all the emotions, you get to laugh, you get to cry, you get to go, 